everybody. Hello, people. Um, welcome back to my fanfic readings. So, today I have a story that I haven't been wanting to read. Okay, so I finished it a while ago, and I don't know, I guess it's just the amount of work that I have to put in. I have to split up chapters, which is not something I'm really fond of doing because I don't know where to end. But if I don't, I can see this going to go on for a very long time. It's going to make me unable to finish it. And my ADHD brain was cannot handle that type of rejection, you know? So, um, let me just give you guys a little bit of a breakdown of the story and why it's so, like, important for me to read this, like, emotionally. So, I... I've always been a fan of the LGBT love stories. Um, as a member of the LGBT community, I have a lot of fun kind of imagining these scenarios. And one of my very first, besides the Sailor Neptune and Uranus, my first like male on male ship is something uh, that middle school me is low-key giggling in the back of my head about uh naruto and sasuke from of course naruto and naruto shampooed um i don't include burrito in that i don't include aurora at all uh, i'm a normal person so <laughs> um i have always been a really big fan of that ship and I remember back in the day, it was considered very controversial. And, like, you were considered weird or really creepy for being into that. So, it's kind of something I kept on the low, on the low low, but in my heart of hearts, you know what it is. And so, I was kind of just sitting around one day and I was like, I want to do a fanfic, but I don't know what I want to do it about. And then I thought about, like, you know, what would make younger me very happy? And of course, something about getting into your 30s and reverting back to middle school, just it hits. And I don't know what that's about. I, <laughs> I guess that's the peak you finding yourself stage. I guess it's like the real like, ugh, you know, situation. So needless to say, this came into head, my head. And now here I am giving a huge disclaimer at the beginning. Disclaimer, there is like a enemies to lovers slow burn, fast burn at certain points, like, well, they won't they, and I just feel like it's giving them. So if you're down, enjoy. If not, I understand, but you have been warned. This is like the longest intro ever done, by the way, and I will have like some comments not at the end of this one but the end of the story in general so if you're down no more delays have fun beauty by design by the hooligan p chapter one part one sasuke's blood boiled and he grits his teeth behind a marble face so i assume you have no objections his father, the king of the Ochihas, had said in a look of concern and just a hint of paleness. It was clear that his father had thought this over, but had not found a way against this engagement. 
Everything felt so hopeless, far beyond his control, and that made him burn. Minato smiled, brightly, as if it wasn't Sasuke's most embarrassing moment as of yet. Hmm. Manito was the leader of the Uzumaki clan, the most dangerous clan to ever exist. And now, king of his own kingdom, bent and molded by him and his family. Years ago, the Uzumaki clan had invaded and technically had won. But his father had placed into effect a treaty with them, promising them legitimacy through a marriage. It contained a promise to back their claim as legitimate kingdom with a port trade if and when they ever took over another country. Needless to say, the requirements have been completed and now 20 years later, he's back to reclaim what's rightfully his. But unfortunately, things have not worked out the way they had wanted. Neither of them had a daughter, only sons, and now Sasuke was forced to choose to either embarrass himself or his family and their honor. Manito was ever insistent. He was clearly not going to leave without an answer and refused to allow them any time to think, only two days' time. They were granted, which he resided within the castle walls, guards included. A slight but strong pressure looming in their own home. I can marry. Sasuke's brother Uchiha had volunteered, shocking their father, and for a moment, everyone else was silent. Minato laughed, slapping his knee in an uncivilized manner. Sasuke tried his hardest to contain his utter disgust. They are all so barbaric, Sasuke thought, as he stared at the tattoo on Minato's neck. He hated how they marked their skins with lines of ink with each conquest, and they branded their partners. The thought of someone branding him, staking claim to his body, sent waves of nausea up his spine. I will not allow this. You are the Venture King. Their father had screamed. Sasuke knew better. His father would never trade his heir for any treaty. This is why they had had a spare child. Unfortunately, their mother could no longer bear any more children, and he'd only been left with two sons. It's not like we'd want him anyways. He's a little too old for our son. Mito dismissed. But your other boy, healed him. Sasuke closed his eyes and balled his hands into fists, placing them firmly against his side. Fine, I'll do it. He said, not allowing the tone of disgust to be missed. Perfect. That's just what I wanted to hear. Nato lifted his glass in a mock cheer. To the future bride. No longer bearing the embarrassment and not trusting himself enough to restrain 
from leaping into Manito's in a pure, utter rage. Sasuke walked away. That night, Sasuke laid on his bed, his brother beside him. You shouldn't have to do this. We should be able to find another way. Just hold off until I become king. And then do what? Dismiss the treaty until they burst through our door, burst through the capital, and tear down the walls once again? Sasuke said, his hands tearing into his sheets. If only we could contact his son and maybe renegotiate, I highly doubt that he wants to be married to you either. It was a good treaty created before we both were born. I'm sure he finds this unfair, just like you do. Itachi stroked Sasuke's hair. He'd always done this, especially when he needed extra comfort. The only thing is, don't do anything rash. Let me talk to father. See if there's anything I can do. There's no point. You already talked to him and he's afraid to back out. Apparently the slaughter was so horrifying the last time. He doesn't want a repeat of that to happen ever again to any of us. I don't blame him for looking out for our kingdom. I just hate that is happening to me. How much time do I even have to get ready for this monstrosity of a meeting? I was able to request one week's time, but on some day they will be here early to pick you up. Itachi closed his red eyes, no doubt feeling guilty. It wasn't his fault, especially not the fact that he was the first son. Logically, Sasuke knew that, but he couldn't help the jealousy that he felt. Itachi has always been considered perfect, strong, smart, wise, everything that would be required for a ruler. His succession was basically guaranteed, backed by the support of the people. And he was a useless little brother, only good for spare parts. A great person to send out to do tasks too lowly for his brother. And this was clearly one of them. Sasuke turned around and closed his eyes, trying to get some sleep in his bed before it ripped from underneath him. Yet, something hadn't settled right with him. Itachi had offered himself practically a lamb to slaughter to be the king, but Manito had rejected him. Why would they reject such an offer? Was it to keep the peace? With the preparations for his departure, the dames seemed to fly by. Some had given their condolences, others congratulations. Everyone had expected him to take on the duties of a good wife. He didn't know why everyone had come to the conclusion that he would be the wife and would then have to teach the ways of the Uchiha. Far too quickly, the week has passed and his bags were sent ahead of him. And he was to follow, in a carriage decorated for an honored bride, but spite and pettiness burned in his soul and he refused to wear any 
bridal attire, especially not that which was provided to him, and instead chose to wear a groom's attire from his own country. He didn't care who it would anger, only to bring himself some type of respect. He waited patiently to be escorted out of the country, his brother clearly in tears and his father too ashamed to look his way. He closed the window in his carriage on the way out. This wasn't his first time out of the country, but it was the first time being witness to such a mixed crowd. Some waved goodbyes and congratulations. While others whispered in concern about what was to happen to the lost prince. His trip there was rather peaceful, but the further he traveled, the worse he felt. As he got closer, he began to feel intrigued by the colors of the small homes and right before he made it to the center of the country he'd fallen in love with the architecture and the markets with new items and treasures unfamiliar to him how he wished he could have shared this experience with his brother but alas he was now walking through a different path in life When the ride finally came to a halt, it took all of his willpower not to cry. He didn't want to leave the safety of the carriage. He didn't want to accept his new fate, no matter how prepared he had been. No matter how angry he was, he didn't feel like returning was right for him either. He was isolated. No one was going to console him now, especially not that his brother was miles away. In the moment of silence, he made peace with himself as the carriage door finally opened. Petals of many beautiful colors danced around, spraying the air by dozens or so beautiful women they wore beautiful smiles and light flowy dresses that barely covered their shoulders in such an immodest fashion. Tattoos shamefully adoring their skin. The last time he had seen such promiscuous women, it had been in a brothel. Yet onward he proceeded, barely seeing before him the barrage of soft silk petals as they touched his skin and black hair, littering his way to the entrance. Welcome, my bride. Voice full of excitement welcomed him enthusiastically. Sasuke had to blink before he noted the beautiful blonde man in front of him. A loose black button down and bright orange yellow slacks that made for a strange look. No one in this country would wear such garish colors unless they were a clown or some kind of entertainer. I am your fiance, Naruto 
Uzumaki. The roar of cheers and applause came from faceless crowds. Sasuke felt so overwhelmed, unable to find the words to even introduce himself. But it seemed as if it wasn't necessary, as Naruto grabbed his hand and pulled him in for a hug. Do not be scared. We shall talk later, but for now, enjoy the celebration. Naruto whispered into his ear before pushing him away. A measure of conflicted feelings launched in Sasuke's throat. Anger, amazement, and loneliness. Naruto's face seemed to be a blur to him as his mind was far too full of worries and concerns for himself and his future.